Hey everybody, what's going on? Jordy Cannell here. Thank you so much for checking out the AL West preview here on the Bullpen Card Podcast presented by Thunderblogsports.com. I am joined today by Michael J. Clark, the host of the Pilot Season Podcast and the creator of the fantasy draft that we have been doing during our divisional previews. This one was a lot of fun to record. We go through all five teams in the AL West. We do our predictions and obviously the fantasy draft. Cannot wait to hear what you guys think, who you agree with, who you disagree with. As always, though, make sure that you subscribe to the podcast. Search the bullpen cart on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Find us on Twitter. Thunder BLG is the handle there. Thunderblog Sports on Instagram and Facebook. And join our Facebook group. It is where you can be a part of the conversation. But enjoy the episode. Stay tuned for more division previews as we get closer and closer to opening day. And here we go. Welcome to this episode of the Bullpen Card Podcast. Almost said this week's, but I think we're trying to do two division previews this week. This being the first, the American League West, the second division we're doing this year. Joining me today is the founder, the godfather of the Michael J. Clark Fantasy Draft, the all-division team. It is the man, the myth, the legend himself, Michael J. Clark. How are you, my friend? G-Man, always a pleasure, brother. Uh, doing great, doing great. You're doing great yourself. You know, your 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 flyers are up to zip at the, at the end of the first period, so we're dating this podcast right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we... Uh... It's an interesting day of, uh, I put up the McCarthy interview that I did the day that I did the AL central preview last Thursday and now doing this preview. So it's a, that's almost the link between the two. And now obviously the flyers winning. So there's a all over the board. And then we recorded an episode of the Brazilian dragon podcast. Emily and I did with Felipe and the great Jason Curtis Rivera that I, that I think is coming out on Wednesday. So there's all sorts of time traveling of me podcasting over the last five days. <laughs> Yeah, I, I can't wait to uh, hear that one. One of my favorite uh, decoms, but uh, one of mine as well. You know, well, I'm, I'm sure you'll have plenty of opportunity to uh, talk about that once uh, the the episode drops. Oh yeah, absolutely. But we are here talking about the American League West and a division that you know features the Astros, and we're seeing more fans in the stadiums. Obviously, that we got some last year towards the end with the two Texas teams. And the Rangers are going to have all of their fans apparently there. Um, but we discovered last time that the Astros go to New York. I think we figured out in May, which I like. I said, mm-hmm. Rob Manfred, you know, the coward, didn't want to put him in you know, later in the season when the Yankees, more likely than not, will have more fans. Are they having, the Yankees are, fans to start the year at least? Uh, I believe in a limited capacity, yes. I, I think New York is 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 allowing them. Uh, I want to say 30%, but don't quote me on that. Okay. Yeah, the Phillies currently is 8,000, but it's going up to apparently 50% for Pennsylvania. The city of Philadelphia has to approve it. But I'm using that as a way to not talk about the American League West. But as a quick oversight, for those who have never listened to a division preview that we do, we go through all five teams. We do the previously mentioned fantasy draft where we go through a snake draft of picking our all-division team. And then, or actually in between that, we do our predictions, but we go alphabetically. So we're going to start with the Houston Astros. That was part of me bringing them up. Mm-hmm. And we start there. And I know you as a Yankee fan have a lot of opinions about the Astros. What is your first opinion thinking <laughs> of them in 2021? Um, I think that, so Houston coming off of a season where uh, they finished under 500, but uh, due to the extended expanded playoffs, uh, they got into the dance and then they proceeded to, really do great where they uh, swept the twins in the wild card series uh, and then beat Oakland in the ALDS. I want to say was it a sweep or was it three games to one? Uh, I'm do you remember? Up. I don't. I'm pulling that up now. Uh, I think it might've been sweep, but let's double check before we go off. Uh, no, it was three, one. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, so it was, it was kind of like a tale of two seasons with Houston where a, a regular season where they really struggled and a postseason where 
they they played really well. Uh, took the Rays to a game seven in the ALCS. Um, but I'm looking at this team right now, and uh, I don't think they're better. I think that they <laughs> they have some big losses they're going to have to contend with this year. Um, you know, no more. Uh, uh, you know, Verlander with with TJ surgery is probably going to be out for the year. Uh, 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 Valdez is, is he's going to be out for an extended period of time. Uh, George Springer is not going to be manning center field anymore. So, yeah, I I, I I wonder what kind of season the Astros are going to have this year. Yeah, it's a huge question. There's a lot of their outfield is going to look somewhat different. They obviously still have Michael Brantley, but. Yeah, there's question marks surrounding there. Uh, you mentioned Valdez being the infield being is still great. The infield is still yeah. like pretty elite. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Regardless of of anything, with you know the trash can controversy aside and what happened last year, I think I think that's without question that that's going to at least be very solid. It's just how how does the rest of the team fill out around it? I think defensively, very good, even without you know knowing too much of the offense from from some of these other guys that are replacing some of the the replacements. It is just that bottom of the rotation portion. Um, I don't know. I think their bullpen's still going to be pretty solid. That that might be a question mark for them. But as we may discover mm-hmm. throughout the next hour or so, the rest of the division may not force that need too badly, at least until the trade deadline. I think a lot of it's going to depend on how good Presley is going to be yeah. uh, being thrust to the closer role. You know, they they lost Osuna, um, a couple other of their a couple of their arms uh, left in free agency or trades. So Presley's uh Presley's gonna be the guy uh on on the bump of the ninth now. Yeah, it's gonna be really interesting and and I don't know, it's it's gonna be fun to see what happens with them. They Yeah, they they have some guys that have I think of their their coaching staff that have COVID. I know a couple one player had had COVID and or just got diagnosed with COVID. So I don't think that hopefully that's not a controversy with them. We mentioned it with fans and everything there that that'll all that that'll be, you know, something there that at least they'll have hometown support. Um, but yeah, yeah I, that... and I, I tell you their, their, their pitching staff uh, looks better than it did last week. Cause they, they just signed Odorizzi. So yeah. Odorizzi is going to join Granky and McCullers and Urquidy at, at, in this, this rotation where, you know, um, this is going to be a trend in in the AL West. Um, not really, uh, not really great uh, pitching rotations in this division. No, this is probably <laughs> the better of them, and probably the only one that'll frequently strike out batters. I'll put it that sure. way. Um, we're going to jump to two teams that are going to struggle to really at least get strikeouts. Maybe they'll get batters out. Um, one particularly. In Northern California, but um, yeah, I mean, Granky McCullers, great one-two punch. I think that makes a huge difference. Obviously, we're jumping the gun on projection projections here, but it feels like we're both in a similar thought. I don't want to say reluctantly, but um, I feel like we have a similar similar thought on what the Astros will do. We'll leave it at that, unless you have any other thoughts on Houston. Um, my only other one is, um, you know, I, I'm I'm happy that. Uh, Jordan Alvarez is, is, is back uh, that he, uh, you know, knock on wood will be healthy all year. It's because like the, the league is better when these young, yeah. exciting guys are healthy and raking. And so, you know, even though I may not uh, like the Astros very much, uh, you know, I still, I still would like to see Alvarez uh, um, kind of show glimpses of uh, what he did in, in 2019. Yeah. Well, what did the, the final tally end up being on that streak? It was, 20 homers right in just two months yeah it was pretty it was pretty unbelievable the the, the stretch that he did he uh you know uh the yankees did a good job in the 19 alcs of keeping him in check it was 27 but, homers uh, oh my god he's, he's a difference maker in this lineup yeah. um if you're an astro fan you got to be um kind of relieved to see that altuve had a pretty good postseason so you know maybe his year from hell uh is is um was just the regular season and that he'll, he'll bounce back. But I, I think with a lot of these 2020 stats, I think you kind of have to throw a lot of them in the trash. That's my exact thought. We talked about that a lot last week of, uh, you know, all the different teams in the AL central. I think this is an even bigger example of it because there were some, I don't want to say lightning in a bottle from certain teams, but I feel like this is almost the reverse of it. If they were under 500, like you mentioned, they go all the way to game seven of the ALCS. And you have to think like 
that wasn't by accident. They had a solid team. Obviously, you know, there were injuries that, you know, have befallen them. And obviously one guy that was one of the better hitters in that regular season and probably a big reason why they got to the postseason Springer gone. But, you know, I mm-hmm. think it certainly is something throw throw out that record book, you know, let the Dodgers still have their banner and go from there statistically. <laughs> Absolutely, uh, absolutely. I, I, and then the, the the one other thing before we move on is, uh, yeah, like Houston took their lumps last year, and you know you remember uh, Joe Kelly's theatrics and ah. throwing at Carlos Correa and that whole um, you know kerfuffle. But uh, you know Houston only had to pay the piper for their division and the NL West, so. Uh, it will be uh, it'll continue to be a storyline. You know, the first oh, time they absolutely. have to play the Yankees, have to play uh, the Red Sox, have to play uh, the Nats, or like you know the, the, they they don't play the AL East, the NL East. But uh, you got the point. Where a, a lot of these teams, maybe Minnesota, that feel slighted by what's been going on in Houston, uh, will will finally get their um, you know their 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 long awaited. Uh, opportunity of at uh, at Schadenfreude, so uh, it'll it'll be interesting. It'll be a, uh, it's a storyline to watch this year for sure. Yeah, absolutely. So they go to Tampa at the beginning of May, and then right there they go to New York. They play Detroit in the third week of the season, which is notable because not because of the matchup, but because AJ Hinch, their former manager, is uh, now yes. the manager of the Tigers. Um, yes. And I'm trying and to Verlander, see, of course, yeah. the extra Tiger. Yes, that's a very good point. Um, they play the Padres, so that'll be fun. Uh, but that is, it looks like, it, unless they play them a second time, that's in Houston. So I, would, I wouldn't think the Padres have any bad blood that way. They do play the Dodgers. Um, and it looks like they play them um, a two-game series at home. So I, I can only think without having to click through every month of the baseball season that they go back to L.A. So having Dodger fans in seats might be fun. Yeah, for sure. For yeah. sure. Um, all right, we'll move on to the Angels. Yeah, so we go to L.A., for the uh, Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. I know they don't call themselves that anymore, but my grandmother would roll over in her grave if I did not add the <laughs> of Anaheim. Um, so the Angels come in here. They've made some some sizzle in the offseason trying to build around sure. Mike Trout and trying to really give Joe Madden something to work with outside of this. And I don't know, do you think this is going to work? Do you think they have some shot of really uh, turning that sizzle into substance? I don't know. Um <laughs> they had some exciting they had some exciting pieces where um uh you know David Fletcher really um like was was it was it last year or was it twenty nineteen where he kinda was the talk of the town for a little bit where everyone was like really excited about David Fletcher. Um but he's uh you know he he'll be uh on the, the uh, at second base. Uh and then uh Rendon, World World Series hero, uh gets another full year there. Um Iglesias is kind of a whiz with a glove. Uh, I, 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 I don't know. I, I just, I, I want so much for Mike Trout. I want Trout to really be on a contender. Uh, he hasn't been on, the Angels haven't been good since uh, the year that, I want to say it was 2014, the year yeah. that the Royals made their little um, miracle run to the World Series the, the first time, um, where the Royals kind of took care of business in that ALDS. And so since then, you know, the, the, the Angels have just been, you know, just mediocre. Um, the pitching's not great. Uh, they're counting on Dylan Bundy to be their ace. And, you know, Bundy has flashes, but he's not, you know, he's not, he's not great shakes. He's not, he's not your, 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 your horse. Like, um, you know, you, you know, some of the better teams uh, in the league, like you know, Dylan Bundy, when you stack him up against other teams, ones is, you know, it's not great. No, it's um, Dylan Bundy, as I love to call him. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, when it's him and a Jose Quintana, who's you know well beyond those really good White Sox years and good Cubs years, as your one yeah. two, and then whatever we get out of Otani or however however much he's used in terms of pitching, you have that, and then just <laughs> other names. You have Alex Cobb, however many years removed from those flash years in Tampa, and I'm not sure about Andrew Haney or or Griffin Canning, and how often they'll be used and how well they'll be good. But it, this is certainly a back half of rotation that leaves a lot to be desired because these are a lot of guys Bundy included especially in some of those years in Baltimore that can certainly show set flashes of getting completely shelled so it's something where mm-hmm. if you need to put it out to the Trout Rendon Otani when he's DHing that trio and, and whatever Fletcher ends up doing who 
you know, he batted 300 last year and that's great. And we needed him to do that again, if you really need to get something there, but that's just four guys and you need to figure it out. If you're really going to make something there and they have pool hosts, they have Iglesias, they have Upton, Fowler, Max Dassey. Yeah. I'm just literally reading off their lineup now. So great radio by me, <laughs> but um, you know, if they're, if they're playing well, great, but if not, it, it could be a long year. So, you know, they could be a middle of the road team. They could be hanging in there late in the season. They could be a team that, that we see at the end of April that we're like, Oh, what, what is this team? And it, you know, it becomes what it is. It's just, I don't, it's how they come together as a squad to really uh, put together a run. Yeah. One, uh, you know, uh, to, to give uh, the, to give the angels their flowers where they, they're deserved. <laughs> uh, they did a good job of, um, kind of shoring up the back end of that bullpen, uh, Razel Iglesias, you know, all those years and Cincinnati closing games. I know that he wasn't great last year, but you know, he's a veteran closer. I, I think that um, he will definitely be a plus addition to uh, the team. Yeah. That's a really good call. Yeah. I think uh, he'll be a good closer. It's a matter of eating innings though. I feel like for the rest of their bullpen, cause for sure, there's definitely that aspect to it of, I'm just trying to quickly pull it up of who of their non-starters. Yeah, Mike Mayers was their big guy, and uh, if he's used him and Felix Pena, if they're used as their big, uh, you know, seventh, eighth inning, one-two punches, what will that look like over the course of 162 game season, where they're both used mm-hmm. on such a frequent basis? You know, how is that going to go? Um, so I don't know. There, there's something to be excited there, and and we'll get to our rankings and see where we end up having them, but. Any other thoughts before we move is on? This, uh, is this where uh, is, is this where Pujols calls it a career? Is this uh, you know after this season? You got to think he's close. Maybe one last ride. Right. Right. I don't think he's gonna announce it and do the uh, the grand tour of the final season. A la... No, he won't do the David Ortiz, yeah, Roger they, Clemens. Yeah, n- none of that of uh, doing one last ride. And, the Jeter. And, yeah, the Jeter. The the exactly. Mo. The although that'd be kind of cool to see like somebody bring out like a copy machine. To be to do the uh, I'm not a, I'm not a machine I'm just Albert uh, for some sort of <laughs> goodbye but yeah it, you have to think that this is yeah, it now he's if, he you go <laughs> is he even gonna play first this year is the question that's a really good question because he's I mean he, last year I know at times like it Walsh was guy yeah exactly he's he seems like a solid player and at times his mobility is still kind of out there i know he's he's not complete old man status but if you really want to use otani in this extra dh role you yeah it's crazy to think that it's going to be a platoon yeah exactly with yeah. Wilson otani yeah um but yeah. yeah we'll have to see what happens here but let's move on to the a's we'll stay in california the oakland a's right. come in the defending al west champions and i feel cautiously optimistic for this team. And I feel like that is the right way to describe it for sure. Yeah. They brought in Mitch Moreland. That's going to be exciting. They brought in Mitch Moreland, uh, Elvis Andrews. Yeah. That's a good point. uh, Yeah. Texas that we'll, we'll talk about Texas later. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Andrews up the middle. Uh, yeah. They're, they're up the middle with Kemp and Andrews, uh, isn't, isn't great, but, uh, we'll uh, we'll see. Um, hopefully, Matt Chapman is uh, himself this year after coming off an injury, uh, because he's one of the most exciting players in in, in baseball as well. Uh, I love their corners with uh, with with Chapman and Olson. Uh, I think Mark Canna is like one of the more underrated uh, hitters in, in the game. Uh, I had him on fantasy a couple years ago and was just you know no, he gets no love, but uh, you know he's really yeah, he's one of those guys. Uh, He's really definitely one of those guys. Uh, I think Mitch Moreland was a sneaky good signing for them. And their offense is going to be fine, for sure. It's the question of, um, you know, what are you going to get from Frankie Montas and from, from Manaya and, and Lazardo and, and, and the, the, their, their starters are all have, like, good stuff. But, you know, it, it, are they going to take the leap this year is the question. Yeah, I mentioned it when we were talking about Houston of a team that does not strike out batters a lot, and that is the Oakland A's. And it worked out last year that they had one of the better whips, one of the better ERAs, but if that doesn't go, this could be a high-flying offense that needs to be that way because of you know high-flying defense. And they're a very home-run dependent squad. Or actually, last year they were in the middle of the road. 
I guess maybe I'm just thinking that because they're of their big names that always end up hitting uh hitting a ton of home runs. But they were 25th in batting average, so that's something that like if this team gets into its streakiness, that is one thing of concern. The only other thing that I would say is is just seeing where some of their guys come back from injury. I know that Chapman is coming back from a hip injury. Um, I think who who am I thinking of on their pitching staff that had not Tommy Johnson surgery, but a Manaya was out yeah, for a Mania while. Had Mania was back yeah. by the end of the uh, uh, yeah. yeah, and then the yeah, other guy though, yeah. is the other guy is 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 Laureano, who yeah. is, is you know he's kind of got that that injury prone label, unfortunately, but you know he uh, he can go get him with the best of them in center yeah, exactly. and, and gun people down. He's so exciting to watch. This whole team, they're just they have been for the last couple of years either guys that absolutely rake at the plate or that are just these exciting fielders. I mean, Chapman's one of those that if he's firing on all cylinders, he'll be a lot of fun to see. And like, they have other guys too, that, that really piece it together to do a lot of great things. Like a, like a Chad Pinder, um, almost said his first name, Chris, cause that was a, sounds like a guy I used to work with, but Sean Murphy, Grossman, you mentioned Kahana and that's a great call from you. Um, so it'll be really fun to see what this team ends up doing. Um, I did have a fun fact that I found Tony Kemp and Mike Yastrzemski were both named the Bill Rigney good guy awards in Oakland and San Francisco. And this is an award voted by the media for the guys that have been exceptional to reporters. The fun thing about both of them is that they were roommates at Vanderbilt had wow. no idea. Wow. Yeah. You know, what my fun fact is, what is that? My fun fact is that Trevor Rosenthal is still a, a big league pitcher. <laughs> I uh the the one I had that that's shown on uh, a opposing scout size up is about Jake Diekman, who I can't not think of of his shitty tenure as a Philly, and it was when he was really young, so I have to give him like a, I have to give him a pass. But I just only think of him that way. But saying tough-minded guy with elite stuff is something I would have never thought of seven years ago when he's blowing leads for the Philadelphia Phillies. Uh, when I think of Jake Diekman, I think of uh, the, uh, the the Grand Slam he gave up to uh, Giancarlo in Game 1 of the ALDS last year. I was about to say, yeah. There's a lot of other moments that non-Phillies fans probably have from him, too. I think the Texas Rangers <laughs> probably have a lot. And I forget who the Phillies got for him with the, in, within the Cole Hamels. I think that he was included in the Cole Hamels deal. But, uh, yeah, I'm sure they're, they're not happy about that. But, yeah, I, I think Oakland... It's going to be fun to see what happens. I just think that it depends on a streakiness and B you mentioned it, the starting staff. I think the back end of the rotation as much shit as we're giving it right now, I think it should be shored up enough that they should figure it out uh, or that they're maybe not even in that scenario. It's just a lot of older names. I feel like that is, you know, you mentioned Rosenthal. I mentioned Deakman. Sergio Romo is still hanging out there. Sure. Sure. And, you know, you could do worse than, like, Mike Fires as your fifth starter. As long as you're your fifth starter, then, like, you know, he's, 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 he's going to be fine. Uh, like, I, I'd rather, you know, I'd rather my team have Mike Fires as a fifth starter than Jay Happ right now. Like, just like. <laughs> he's a point. professional pitcher. So he's, he's not. He's a professional a pitcher. One of the better compliments you can give. He's a, he's a professional. <laughs> well, let's go to uh, the Pacific Northwest. <laughs> The Seattle Mariners come into this year and it's going to be an interesting year in Seattle. They framed last year as quote, a step back, but they in rebuild with no minor league. They're wondering if it's a step back or a sidetrack is what one reporter I read asked the question. And we'll have to see what happens because Seattle, I don't know. They, they had some idea, some thoughts of, you know, maybe figuring it out. And at other periods of time, they seem to be a little lost. I don't know, Mike, what, what are your thoughts on this team coming in? Well, I think they were better than people expected last year yeah. where they were uh, more competitive. And uh, I think they uh, do a good job in uh, getting back their old buddy, uh, James Paxton to, to join uh, that pitching staff. Uh, and their pitching staff could be pretty good with, you know, Marco Gonzalez and Kikuchi and Justice Sheffield and, and Flexen. Uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm optimistic about that. Uh, 
you can't like, you know, you can't help but think about the fact that they uh, really um, made a lot of headlines <laughs> the last month for the wrong reasons. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was, it was a rough, uh, you know, with, um, was the owner who was speaking at the Rotary Club? I think so. I think it was, it was the owner or the president. No, the president. It was the president. Yeah. Yes. Um, and that was, if you haven't watched that entire video or uh, read about it, um, they're just, John Boy has a great breakdown of the, the video and every like horrible thing that he said <laughs> and everything that went wrong with it. Um, so yeah, like the cavalry is coming for Seattle. They have um, some guys in AAA that, you know, hopefully their service time comes pretty soon. They're able to call up, but um I, I, they're young, man. They're they're a young team. Yeah, they really are. And I mean, they've obviously they've made trades throughout the last couple of years to pick up young dudes to help be major league players now to bridge the gap, like a JP Crawford, who actually, you know, it seems like has done decently well. You know, he batted two fifty five, twenty four ribbies, which is kind of what you want to expect out of him. You know, some production there. Still strikes out a ton, at least comparatively to his time in Philadelphia. But a guy who, you know, is serviceable and, and is a good fielder for that team. Um, it's just going to be really interesting to see. They have these older dudes like a Kyle Seeger who are, mm-hmm. you know, still there and are still projected to be at the top half of their batting order. So it's just... Mitch Hanniger. Yeah, that's another good... That's another longtime man, uh, Mariner name. Hanniger yeah. the Mariner. Yeah. Um, but, like, all <laughs> these different guys that it just... You have to wonder how long is it all going to hang out for them until they either decide to just call a bunch of these dudes up or as you mentioned in terms of service time do they wait and try to see like maybe towards the end of the year give it a sign of excitement so that you have something there it there's definitely that delicate balance and to figure out what you got i'd kind of want to see how these pitchers do and and if they can get any run support but also at the same time not want to try to burn anything out that way they do have the reigning AL Rookie of the Year, Manning Center Field, correct? In in, in Kyle Lewis, so that that's you know that, that that's exciting for them. Yeah, um, <laughs> and they have you know they they have guys where like uh, you know Tom Murphy I think has a lot of skills at the catcher position that I think he could be a breakout candidate for sure. Um, yeah, you know Seattle's gonna be, you know they're they're I don't think they're gonna be terrible. Like they're they're not gonna be good, but I don't think they're gonna be terrible. I, We'll, we'll, we'll get into uh, our standings and our projections, but uh, I'm going to bet they are not uh, the last place team in this division. No, uh, there's one more team we have to talk about that I have a feeling we both <laughs> may have down there. But yeah, this is a team that I feel like is going to be exciting at times that we're going to need to like at some point during the season have like an appreciation segment for because there are going to be guys that we're not going to be talking about that unless like you and I play fantasy baseball that we're probably not really going to be looking at that might be solid DFS guys, uh, not to go back to the Oakland A's, but a guy that was a solid option of that who then went to Seattle and is now in San Diego was a Yerkson Profar, a guy like that. Actually, yep. he was also with Texas. Um, so he did. He almost did the uh, the AL West trifecta, if you will. Uh, not that any of those cities are anywhere close to each other. Um, but, you know, I feel like we're going to have a few of those guys, and maybe it is a J.P. Crawford, maybe it is a Tom Murphy of a – cheap catcher option for daily fantasy to go that way or a nice backup catcher. If you do multi-catcher leagues, um, but I'm yeah. rooting for, I'm rooting for, I'm rooting for justice, you know, uh, yeah. former Yankee farmhand. Uh, uh, he's there he's gotta be the exciting. Uh, because of the Paxton deal. Now yeah. Paxton's back. So <laughs> yeah, he's gotta be an exciting piece. Uh, Maybe Kikuchi. Oh, I pronounced that wrong. Um, he might be an exciting. No, it's Kikuchi. It is Kikuchi. Okay. I always, Never good with last names, uh, ironically, having one that everybody mispronounces. Um, but <laughs> who who do you have? Uh, who do you have uh, closing games out in Seattle? Is it, do you have Montero? Yeah, I see Montero on the one that I'm looking at. Which, yeah. you know, he's he works. You know, sure, how often sure. is he going to be used? Is the real yeah, question, yeah, I it's, guess. It's a good question. Yeah. It's a good question. Um, but you know, All right, I mean, is it? Yeah, I think we go to uh, down to Arlington. To I think we have to um, potentially your just, uh, before we before we talk about the team, um, the, the the fact that they're going to have a hundred percent capacity uh, is is 
asinine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's insane. I'm sorry. I don't know. Do they just it's want so to be able to say... Do they want to be able to say for the first time in franchise history, we led the league in attendance? Well, the, no. But the thing is, though, actually, now that I think of it, uh, it's actually genius. Uh, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> it's not genius. But uh, I think the way that the management uh, is thinking about it is, like, no one wants to go to a Rangers game in the summer months because it's just way too hot yeah so like oh like let's like open up full capacity when like it's not going to be like blistering in arlington and you know we won't take a total loss on the season if we're able to pack it in in the first couple months so if if that's their logic like i don't want to say i understand it but it's a reason (laughs) it's not a good one but it's a reason so I'm trying to think if I could like I don't think I know any Texas Rangers fans. I'm wondering why they've never thought of doing an indoor stadium. Like is it just because it's Texas and they don't do that for baseball or you know sure. I don't know. I, don't know. I, I you know, I, I, I really uh you know, there's so many historic parks, so it's never gonna happen, but like it, it's it's kind of crazy that not every stadium has a retractable roof. Yeah, it would uh like, it's, Citizens Bank Park is cool and everything, but it would be great if those random, like, rolling thunderstorms that come through Philly and really just the entire southeastern Pennsylvania region, as I say, thinking about mm-hmm. this on a golf course as well, <laughs> of that literally, yeah, like, yeah. they last those, 25 those minutes. Same, those sta- same storms hit the Bronx pretty yeah. often, too. Yeah, they last for 25 <laughs> minutes. There's, like, a couple flashes of lightning, so you have to, you know, roll out the tarp and get the players off the field. And it would just yeah. be very quick to do it. You know, we've had... When the Skydome was what thirty years old at this point, it was or was it built in the mm-hmm. late eighties? You know, it's more than that, and we we've kind yeah. of had the technology go. Actually, no, never mind. It's not a Texas thing. It's, it might just be a Dallas thing because the Astros do have a roof. So no, it's true. What the what are the <laughs> Rangers doing? Because now I'm remembering I, I, I my, one of my college roommates lived in Houston for a number of years and talked about going to a Astros game when there was not an actual hurricane because it was not during that period of Houston's history, but like heavy rainstorm and like watching like the water gush down the side of the roof and left field. So yeah, Texas, what are you doing? Especially the fact that you decided after 25 years to build this new stadium. I don't know if you ever heard, but they had a new stadium. I don't know if they ever talked about it last year, but they have a new stadium, <laughs> but it is crazy. Oh uh, um, yes. Uh, this was, uh, this was the, the site of the, the world series. Was it not? Or was, was it, it world series and ALCS or just world series? I know that I think it was the World Series. I think yeah. it was there. It was definitely World Series. Uh, yeah. I'm just trying to. Th- no, yeah. no. It was Dodger Stadium in Arizona were the two championship series. I'm trying to think what. No, it was Do- it wasn't Dodger Stadium. No, no, it was it was San Diego. It was, oh it was, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Um, it was Petco. Yeah. Or whatever it's called now. Is it yeah. still Petco? I, I think know. it is still Petco. It was. Oh no, Qualcomm is where the Chargers played. Um, I, re- I just remember because Glaber uh, homered off of the office building in, in left field, and it was just like so cool. And yeah. that was where um, Standard won his home run derby. And so when yes. he like went off in the ALDS, like it made sense because he loves hitting in that ballpark. That anyway, ballpark. we're we talking about Texas, not, not 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 the Yankees right now. This is why I like having you on because we just we uh, while we go a little all over the place, it's all good. Like just love of baseball stuff. So this is. I'm all about this. I yes. know uh, maybe yes. the listeners are, are wondering where the hell we're going, but I'm enjoying it. And that's all. No, no, <laughs> they, they love it. They yeah. love it. Yeah. They love it. We're, we're good at, you know, we'll go on tangents, but then we'll always be like, all right. Yeah, and the really, Rangers, really. like, let's talk about that. Um, <laughs> like, so let's, let's talk about the Rangers. Um, uh, do we have to? <laughs> yeah. I, well, you know, um, they. So it's, 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 it's Gallo, it's open door and, you know, that, that 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 that's your offense right there. Um, yeah, I mean, you, we can say things about their defense, but yeah. um, I, I kind of Falefa isn't bad, but yeah. like I like him more as instead of your everyday shortstop as like um like a plug-in guy, like more of like a Chris Taylor kind of guy. That oh, that's a good call because because you know he's he's played so many positions and you almost like lose some value when he's your guy. Like every night uh, at, at at short, but um, 
yeah, Nate Lowe is back. Uh, he uh, of the, uh, yeah, I think he had a, a played with the Rays for a while, so he's playing first. Um, Willie Calhoun, DH, and so there are names that David Dahl landed in Texas. So there are names that you know, just they aren't great names. So. Yeah, they all have last names of other teams' players. Like I almost said, Willie Calhoun, former Ra- or former Angel, but no, that's Cole Calhoun. Yeah, exactly. uh, same thing with Lowe. That's <laughs> Brandon so. Lowe. I'm yeah. like, I'm, um, and some of them are related, but so I like, had to be like, is it Nate Lowe or Nate Lau? Yeah. Like, no, oh yeah, that's right. Lowe. Yeah, that whole argument. Uh, <laughs> yes. I'm like, yeah. So you know, there's familiarity. Um, they got Chris Davis, who. I don't know how often he'll play and how well he'll do mm-hmm. for them, but they mm-hmm. got Chris Davis. They do. They do. <laughs> and, you know, and, and the, the, at least he's the, uh, the, the good Chris Davis. Well, sorry, the better Chris Davis. Yeah. Not the one that, not the one that bars are offering free shots of alcohol for. Yep. 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 That's one of my favorite um, fun facts about, uh, yeah. about the Baltimore Orioles. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what is what is Texas doing? Um, sorry, I, I I should correct myself. Uh, Kyle Gibson should never not be a Minnesota Twin. Like, what's what's he doing on a different team? Yeah, that's a. Uh, I was gonna say what like when Kyle you were Gibson asking what was like doing. pitching for the Twins in like 2004, and he's just been like in the league. I just looked it up. He like was called up in like 2013. I want to say really. I would have taken the over on that. Kyle yeah, Gibson. I would have said he forever. was in the movie Little Big League. <laughs> Which if, you, if, you, yes. if you've never seen that and listened to this podcast highly recommend it one of the better ones out there also came oh, out great. concurrently with with rookie of the year i think one came out right before the other but little yes. big league had real baseball players in it that has randy johnson as a mariner along with ken griffey jr that's mm-hmm. how old it is um great yeah. movie though but um uh, i'm i i'm rooting for uh I'm rooting for Fulte to have like a, a bounce back. Uh, Mike Fulton Evans, who yeah. was really good for Atlanta. And then that game five against the Cardinals where he didn't get out of the first inning and allowed like 10 runs. And he was never the same after that. And so like, it, like, it reminds me of Brad Lidge and I just like want him to like have his redemption arc. And I don't know if it's going to happen in Texas, but I'm glad that he is, on a big league squad in a starting rotation. Yeah. He, uh, that whole year in 2019, he had this like started, or it was in 2018 that you're talking about, but he had a really solid start to 2018, 2019. He showed flashes of it kind of like Brad Lidge. Um, yeah, that 2018 year, he ends up with a two, eight, five ERA, but like at one point it was like in the ones for the like first two months of the year. Sorry, 2018 and 19 are like melded together in my brain for whatever reason. Yeah. Um, no, but I have the, I have it right where he was the guy who no, pitched no, you're game exactly five right. of the AL of the NLDS. If you look like at his stat line, the Cardinals scored 10 runs. Yeah, you look at his stat line, it is um it's maybe it's only 5 runs, but he's only pitched 6 innings in two starts with a 0 and 0 or 0 and 1 record there. And then in 2019, he pitched in two games of the postseason, went one and one, where he ends up letting up seven runs. Only six of them were earned. So really, just mm. a guy who can't really can't get out of his own way. In good on good Atlanta teams that obviously made the postseason, but good defensive teams too that can uh, really give you some run supports. He's also battled injuries. Uh, he missed a lot of last year with injuries, and he wasn't good for the three innings that he pitched. Uh, yeah, gonna, he missed a lot of last year with being bad as yeah, well. <laughs> um, so I, I'm I'm rooting for you, Fulty. Like I, you know, you seem like a good guy. I'm rooting for the 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 Mike Fulton Evans uh, revenge tour. That bounce be, back. Yeah, it would be uh, exciting to see a former Houston Astro, which I had no idea that he was on a those Astros teams that were that Sports Illustrated was saying we're going to win the World Series in 2018. Yep. Um, yep. But yeah, I. Uh, we mentioned it at the top or, or the top of talking about the Rangers um, that we aren't very confident on the nope. Texas Rangers. Um, I think we both have them fifth. <laughs> and, and then, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's hard. It's hard to go against the chalk with this, with Seattle fourth. I'm guessing you're in the same boat there. Where did, where did Lynn end up going? Lance Lynn. Did he go to Minnesota? 
Oh no, yeah, uh, it is. It is Minnesota. We were talking about this last week, um, and he's gonna be solid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. I, I, th- I thought so. Yeah. All right. Nice. Yeah, because oh, no, the Chicago White Sox. Minor last me. year, and he's with the White Sox. Excuse me. Oh, the White Sox. I knew it was. I knew it was nail center teams. Yeah. You were just talking about it in the last episode that I listened to. By the way, I, <laughs> uh, if you want like a weird experience, okay, listen back to our NL West preview last year. I think it's the day before. It was the. The day before the NBA the last suspended. division preview, yeah. and like we said a lot of stuff that like ended up being very um, like macabre. What do you think about it? Like we're talking about like canceling seasons due to COVID, and like what would happen if? And it was just there. It's a wild re-listen. If, so I, if I remember correctly, it. we did it the Monday or Tuesday, the week that sports got canceled. And they yeah, had just announced yeah, that the yeah. NCAA tournament was going to have no fans. So I think that's where our, like, kidding around came from. And you're, I yeah. have not listened back to it, but I remember you were the last one before that. And we were, like, all set. I think we had done, I think we only had the NL East left to do. And, yeah, 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 yeah. man, yeah, that is... Uh, Man, that's wild. That I mean, is we, crazy to think You know, we, we, got, we got a long way to go, G-Man, but we've, we've come a long way. We've come a long, long way. I did remember, so I went to my first sporting event since the pandemic started on last night to the Sixers. I remember the last one was you went to a, an XFL game. To an XFL we game. We talked about it on the podcast. And it was very funny to go to this XFL game because we even were joking around. Like, I, like, coughed, and it was, I didn't end up having COVID. But my friend was like, oh, coronavirus. And, and we like laughed about it. Oh, you go bared? It. You go bared the situation? No, I like, I was in his house and I just like, I I think I choked on something a little bit and he was kidding around about it. And we just laughed. And one of my buddies was at spring training and was about to hop on an airplane and goes, oh, I hope I don't catch this thing. And we, and then like a week later, it was right after the the, uh, the go bears throwing up everywhere uh, and they canceled the NBA season that night, which we were at a survivor watch party with Bryce and Wendell and they're like, no, 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 we'll be back next week. And the next day they were like, Oh no, we won't be back. <laughs> we, we... Oh yeah. yeah no. what, what, oh. A, what a, what a, what a day, what a day, what a day. Yeah, what a... Um, I was on a survivor watch party that night as well. Yeah. Um, all right. So my projection for uh, the division, I'll go with, I think Houston's going to win the division. Yeah. Oakland. Am I bold enough to do this? Houston, Oakland, I'll go Seattle. Oh, I love it. L.A., Texas. You always have the 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 guts to do the exciting pick. You had, like you got the Browns the last time you were on here. I did, I did. Um, yes, yes. Yeah, I'm gonna go the chalk, or at least what the projections, I... or the projected chalk is of uh, Houston, Oakland, L.A.A., Seattle, Texas. It's I don't know. It, I feel like there's a huge drop off between one and two. I kind of hope Oakland gets together a couple magical runs of, you know, some winning streaks and makes a challenge for it. It'll be really interesting to see where they end up in terms of the playoff chase, but uh, we'll have to see, you know, this is going to be a fun division, I think. And we're, we're obviously not dumb. We're going to get into the fantasy draft in a minute here, but yeah, the, I just think the top part of Houston's rotation, along with just a number of guys who aren't, really over the hill, at least proven to be over any sort of hill just yet. Um, you know, despite, like you mentioned, throw out regular season stats last year to think what Otuve, Altuve is bringing to the, to the, to the table for this season. Um, even with no Springer, you know, a, a top five or six guys in your rotate in your batting order are going to, uh, probably do a lot, especially with some teams in this division that are not really going to be throwing any sort of a serious, uh, heat at them. Yeah, yeah, for 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 sure, for sure. Um, all right, uh, should, should we get into the uh, the 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 Michael J. Clark Memorial uh, draft? The Memorial draft. Oh <laughs> uh, man, uh, yes, I love the the addition nickname Memorial for the Cure. <laughs> Go full exactly, office style, of course. Of um, course. But yeah, I will. Uh, let me just touch up the Excel sheet for this MJC clear out this i'd literally just copy and pasted um al nope not over my name uh al central and al west uh but 
for those that don't know, so a year ago in the aforementioned NL West podcast, mm-hmm. Michael came up to me with the idea to do a fantasy draft for the all division team. And we need to touch it up for the regular season to figure out how we want to do this. Cause we never settled on how we wanted to compare one versus the other um, mm-hmm. from week to week. So we'll, we'll have to discuss this off air, but we do our all division team. And then I still haven't done, I still haven't done it for the AL central. Maybe I'll do both tomorrow. Uh, put it up to the, the listeners for a poll of who picked the better team. Who do you think is going to be better in terms of the end of the season and more well-rounded? So we do a catch and we do a full lineup catcher, yep. first base, second base, third base, shortstop outfielders, starting pitcher and reliever. I know we had included a utility guy. I did not include it for the one with Brady partially because I was afraid Brady was really going to uh, run circles around me on that one. So we can include the utility guy if you want to. <laughs> Um, so why don't instead of the util like we are, you know, in the American League and we know that there's a DH, so okay, we'll we're throwing a DH, and you know what, the DH, the DH can be anyone. It doesn't have to be like, you know, a guy who usually plays DH. Yeah, it has to, to be make, a DH. You know, JP like Crawford that. or DH, then then God bless <laughs> you. Oh man, you know, you got a lot of uh, guys in the protocol, I guess. Here, if you're in that position. Um, <laughs> But I love the idea. Um, but we'll lead off with you, and we'll have you go excellent with catchers, and we'll go that way. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you're leading off for me because I think there is a gap between one and the rest of the field. Oh, yeah. Uh, I will gladly take uh, Tom Murphy in, out of Seattle. Yeah, that is a, a very solid call. Um, I'm probably going to go with... Uh, I'm trying to find here. I'll just go with uh Max Stassi because it's a more familiar name than uh. I guess I could have gone Sean Murphy, but Tom Murphy's a is you're right is the clear, clear pick there. I'm gonna go with Max Stassi from the from the Angels and okay, see what happens there. Hopefully he uh maybe can clean up some Mike Trout doubles or something good there or yeah. you know go from there. Uh, so it's me to first base, and hmm. you bet. yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Guriel and uh, run from there. I feel like he'll probably still. He's a big part of that lineup. We mentioned it before. I know he bats towards the bottom at times, depending on how that lineup gets constructed. But that's it's also worth noting that lineup can be constructed a number of different ways to Sunday. Um, so I feel like he can still clean up a, de- a decent amount for him. So I'm gonna go with Guriel. Fantastic. Uh, I will uh, happily take Matt Olson as my first baseman. Ooh, that's a good uh, one. Out of Oakland. Um, that is a good one. All right. So, Jordy, I, 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 I think I'm very fair when it, when it comes to talking about teams and players that I don't necessarily root for. Like, I usually, like, am very, like, fair and balanced when it comes to that like you know yeah i'm 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 a yankee fan but like i'm a sports fan first usually sure okay having said that (laughs) at second base i will be taking david fletcher okay (laughs) all right i can't do it i hate him so much i i I can't do it i uh... took the mvp Award from Judge in 2017. <laughs> if he goes like, if he hits 200 the rest of his career, I would be ecstatic. <laughs> but you have to do what you have to do. But I, I can't. I can't. Uh, I will take Jose Altuve, but David Fletcher, he was going to be my pick if you took Altuve. I, uh, yeah, I didn't know course. which way you were going when you said I'm a sports fan first. I was like, oh man, is he? Um, and a little live update here, almost the end of the second court or second period. And I could have told you that this was going to happen. That the flyers let up three straight goals, but it is three, three going into the second intermission. Um, man, you know, the flyers defense is just horrible for more on that. Subscribe to our Instagram where you can hear me <laughs> scream about the flyers, uh, which I, per Greg, I have made them shorter, but, uh, and also listen to the podcast that we do. there. still the untitled hockey podcast, but yeah, I think Altuve, I don't know if he if the the split of home and away that exi- that came out after uh, the whole trash can thing came you know came to be if that continues with fans even in limited capacities um, 
you know, this Fletcher might be the might be the right pick. It's another one oh, where I know what I should have done in retrospect. All right, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> it could be your DH. Um, but yeah, if if not, if he's still just a solid solid player and and gets that hometown support, um, whether legal or not. I'm not saying the Astros are going to continue to cheat. Just trying to make a joke. Uh, it should be a solid pick, but uh, it's to me for for third base now. Uh, I'm going to go Rendon in in LAA. Uh, go with that. I know I could go with another Astro, but I feel weird taking multiple Astros in a especially in a row in a fantasy draft style. Interesting. Yeah. Now, <laughs> I when I said uh, what I should have done. I should have made Rendon my second baseman because, you know, Rendon can pick it at second. Oh, that's a good call. Um, but uh, no, you can't, can't go wrong with Rendon. Uh, and they're, they're, I, I, third base is tough because because my other uh, my other choices, I like them all, really. Yeah. There's um, one that I've mentioned before that is a little coming back from an injury, and I, I want to be optimistic because I like him a lot, but I went with a – the guy who's batting around Mike Trout for that pick. All right. If I do my math correctly, I think I can do this. I'll take Bregman at third. Okay. Hold my nose and do it. I I, I like Bregman. Bregman yeah. doesn't bother me as much as uh, the, the middle infield of that team does. So I will take Bregman. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'll take Korea. <laughs> I was wondering if you were going to do it. Um, I really don't like him either, but oh. the other shortstops are in that They're great. pretty bad. They're pretty bad. Oh, um, man. Uh, I guess I'll go with, with the former Philly with J.P. Crawford. Um, I guess there I, you go. I could go Kinner Faleva. Uh, uh, from the Rangers because he's a good mm-hmm. defender, but um, I don't know. I I have a soft spot for former Phillies, especially a guy they traded away. Who? Yeah. If you were gonna go, if you were gonna go for the defender, you, Iglesias is a better defender. Well, that's Iglesias a good point too. Yeah. Guy. Um. Yeah. So that's where I'll go All with right. shortstop. So your first outfielder. So do, do we want to do outfield or do we want to do it left, center, right? No, outfield, outfield, outfield's fine. All right, I'm taking Mike Trout. I know last time I said I'm, I would go left fielder, but I'm taking Mike Trout. <laughs> as 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 expected. Yeah. Um, great. So I will go with uh, Michael Brantley, of course. Yeah, that's a great pick. And a lot of guys that I like. Uh, I'll pull him anywhere her mouth is and go with uh, Mr. Canna. Oh, Mark that's Canna. great. I need, I need, a, need a leaf, yeah. That's, that's a solid option there. Uh, so two to mm-hmm. me. Uh, where do we got? Um, I accidentally clicked on a push notification from Facebook Messenger, so I'm all tossed about now. Uh, so I took Trout. You took those two guys. Um, hmm. I will go... Ooh. Ooh, who do I want here? Um, I am going to take... I'm going to take Loriano. I'm going to go with him. Awesome. Solid center fielder that if I want to move Mike Trout to left and say that that's why I picked him first, I can do that. (laughs) Um, And then my last guy... Let's find... Canna's a great pick. Um, God, who could I take last? Uh, Man, there's a drop here. Um, I guess I'll go with... I guess I'll go with Kyle Lewis. Just go all center fielders in mine. All right. Yeah, um, and all have right. fun that way. You know, t- you know, hope for no sophomore slump there. But yeah, um, you know, buddy, I was thinking of a name as you were saying that it, there's a big drop off, and hoping that you forgot about this name. And I think you may have, but my right fielder 
will be Mr. Joseph Gallo. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> I did forget about him. Oh, man, that's a big miss. Um, yeah, that's yeah. a solid pick. Would be a great... So I'll go Gallo as my, as my third outfielder. And... Um... Give me, uh, give me, uh, Yordano as my DH. Give me Mr. Uh, Alvarez out of Houston. That, yeah, that's good. That's a good one there. Um, I'll take Otani just to see what happens. Um, all right. Yeah, go, go from there. Cause yeah, he, ha- <laughs> he sure. has, yeah, I feel like he has to be taken at some point. He's such a, uh, a lightning rod, at least from a fantasy aspect to take. <laughs> Poor Matt Chapman, man. Yeah, I so he was the third baseman I was couldn't, talking about. Where break any of our rosters? Yeah, I was I was a little worried just with his this injuries coming back from that if it's not there or like it becomes a quick a quick uh, decline that you know I'm sitting there with and it, to use the DFS terminology with an expensive guy who goes zero for four. Knock on wood, man. Knock on wood that that we get a, we get a full year of the guy. But yeah. Uh, you mentioned right, guy. So you got Otani and you get uh, you get your first pitcher. Oh, you I go, do. Wait, are you going double Otani? <laughs> no, 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 not double Otani. That'd be uh Okay. So do we know if he what his deal I mean, is for pitching great, this year? That'd be a great moment, but Yeah, do we know what his deal What's is up? with pitching this year? Is he is he planning on pitching? I think so. Yeah, I think I so. Know. Yeah. I think he was um, planning on it last year. He pitched one in one. Yeah, game. exactly. That's what I mean. One um Yeah, I'm gonna go with Granky for my pitcher. Uh of course. Yeah, it's a... Uh, you know, if you're picking one guy and you have not picked that guy, I'm going with that guy. <laughs> cool. Uh, I'm gonna go with I go with the heart pick right here. Not the heart pick of Fulty, even though like I'm Team Fulty and I'm ready for his resurgence. Uh, but another heart pick. Um, give me the big maple. Give me uh, give me Jimmy Paxton. Oh, that's you know, great. Hopefully. Uh, Hopefully he's he's healthy all year. Um, I, I, you know, have love for him for uh, really pitching very well uh, in the back half of 2019 for the Yanks. Uh, iconic moment in the ALCS, even though they lost the series, where he uh, told Boone, uh, "Don't you dare uh, take me the f out of the game." <laughs> um, yeah, I, I I I I hope nothing but the best for for Mr. Paxton. Um. Yeah, that's a great pick. Um, and then my, cl- and then my closer. Um, what if I pick Leclerc right here? No, I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I know that he wasn't great last year, but I think water finds its level. Um, and I, I, give me, give me Rachel Iglesias. Okay. That is a. Uh... That is a solid, solid pick there for me. Ooh, who do I want to take? Um, that's fairly solid one. I don't want to be stuck with Trevor Rosenthal um, and whatever the, <laughs> whatever the hell happens with that that shit. So I'm gonna go with uh, Ryan Presley and see what happens there. All Let's. Right. Uh, Let's, this is our pick. I would have done the same. Yeah, let's catch some, uh, some, some lightning, if you will. Iglesias <laughs> um, and Enter Presley. Yeah. All right. So I will put this up on our Facebook group, which I need to use more, as well as on Twitter. Get a poll out, and you guys can vote on whose teams are stacking up better than whose, whom's, whose. Um, but yeah, this. Uh, I think this one is is going to be a fun is going to be a fun one for the listeners. I certainly had a blast. Do you have any other final thoughts before we start to wrap this thing up? Uh, no, sir. Uh, you know the the, the AL West. Uh, you know, might not be the most exciting division, but you know, I think hopefully, uh, you know, we've we've done it justice, and and you know, there's a little bit of something in each of these teams they can get excited for. Yeah, I think so. Um, except for Texas. Yeah, except for Texas. Multi. <laughs> um, yeah, Fulty. Fulty and Gallo. Um, I think me forgetting Joey Gallo existed is probably all you need to know about the 2021 Texas Rangers season. Um, but yeah, so that'll do it for this one. Mike, I know you're wrapping up pilot season. Do you want to uh, give a download on on just the final few episodes and what you got planned? 
yeah i have a lot of really fun stuff planned um some uh really really great shows uh some some great like hall of fame guests some of my favorite people on for the last few um uh my friend grace leader uh my friend jenny um i'm i'm really looking forward to so uh i I wanted the 100th episode to just be a regular episode so i am doing uh the 100 with uh my friend matt eichel who's like my like superhero show guy so it's gonna be a normal episode but the episode before that will be 99 and uh that's gonna be more of like the the walk down memory lane oh that's awesome uh alongside um my favorite person to talk with on the the podcast i always have a great time with him uh but with uh with phil t oh nice um, maybe a surprise guest or two on that as well so Uh all you pilot season fans stay tuned for that uh but yeah i i was on uh the new girl old guy podcast this past week with ali lasher and akiva winnaker and had absolutely a ball of the time um i'm yeah i'm looking forward to uh to to you know we missed out on the brackets last year i'm looking forward to uh just a, a weekend full of uh college hoops um i so cannot yeah, wait either. I'm, I'm, I'm excited buddy oh yeah if you weren't wrapping it up you know it would have been the perfect 99th episode for pilot season right what's that the pilot of 30 for 30 ah which for those that don't yes. know is called the king's ransom and it's about the Wayne Gretzky trade to the LA Kings, and he wore of course, yes, and he wore yes, ninety nine. Yes. For those that don't know, yeah, it, 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 it absolutely would have been great. Yeah, but I've um, I've loved the, your... one other. Sorry, I forgot one other plug that I need to make. Oh is, sure, uh, I'm going to be uh, appearing on. Um, I'm going to be appearing with, uh, as you mentioned, uh, uh, Felipe Shimon, uh, with uh, uh, Will Davis and Navi on their uh, Phineas and Ferb uh, podcast next week. And oh, I fun. am an older millennial who has never watched an episode. So it <laughs> be uh, a ball to, uh, for them to educate me on uh, a show that's important to them. So uh, <laughs> are they so having you watch, watch episodes coming up soon on the, what you doing podcast. Are they I having you watch it? And I just did. Are they having you watch any episodes of Phineas and Ferb beforehand? Or are you going in blind? Yes. Yep. 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 I have, I have an episode that I'm, ready to discuss but i haven't watched it yet nice but looking forward to that that's awesome yeah well congratulations uh-huh. on everything with pilot season i've obviously i've been on once i've loved listening to it Thanks, and for buddy. those I, that... I, yeah and had, had a great time with you on i always have a great time coming on this and uh you know whatever my next project is uh you know you'll definitely uh be a call buddy hell yeah well i appreciate that and i appreciate you coming on as we mentioned before and as michael just mentioned with what with what you do in Felipe's other podcast, the Brazilian Dragon podcast, yes, yes. where he talks about Disney Channel original movies and original shows, and hopefully Disney Channel or Disney movies. Because if we talked about my next appear, uh, hopeful appearance, may or may not be Brink, the other classic '90s decom. That's ooh, one Eric of my Von favorites. Dayton. Oh yeah, um, the finalist he's any... of Celebrity Bowl. Really? Oh, good for him. Um, also, I the believe. Um, well, I was going to throw a Toy Story reference out there, but, um, <laughs> but so we did Luck of the Irish, myself, Third and Girl, along with Jason Curtis Rivera, who listeners of this podcast will remember plugged Akiva Wieneker's Renap the Musical or, or about Akiva. Um, oh, yeah. But we did that over the weekend that's dropping on St. Patrick's Day, which will be Wednesday. Um, and yeah, that was a ton of fun. It was uh, certainly a blast. We had some some theories going through that one. I can't wait for you guys all to hear it, but Mike, thank you again for coming on, man. This was an absolute blast and you're more than welcome on any time. Of course. And, and, and bullpen cart fans, uh, you never know when you'll be hearing from me next, you know, it might be sooner than later, but you never know. Absolutely. Well, that'll do it for this one. Everybody make sure that you follow. Oh, actually what, um, plug your Twitter and, and all your other social media stuff before I plug ours. No problem. Uh, uh, MJCSZN on Twitter. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm uh, doing something cool, actually, with uh, every night before I go to bed is I list uh, my five favorite songs from a particular band or artist. 
have them all on a Spotify playlist as well. Nice. So if you're interested in that, uh, it, it's, it's, you know, uh, it's a lot of fun. So, so check that out on my Twitter. Uh, once again, it's at MJC SVN or MJC season. Yeah. That's been a fun one to follow along, but you can follow us myself at Jordo nine, the podcast at thunder BLG Thunderblog sports on Instagram, where I mentioned you can hear all my flyers rants. I'm sure I will have one after the end of this flyers game that we're about to go watch the end of, um, <laughs> And the Bullpen Car Podcast group, where I will put these and the NL, the AL Central rosters on. But everybody, that is it. Enjoy the episode. Enjoy the rest of your week. I hope you enjoyed the Chris McCarthy interview I also just dropped on this very feed. And if you haven't, it is the previous episode to this one. But for Michael J. Clark, I am Jordy Cannell, the G-Man. Have a good week. And let's go Phils. <laughs>